When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Not my finest moment, partner. No. Not my finest moment. I, I'm going to tell you. Massive disappointment on your yeah, part. Yeah, that was bad. That's about as bad Happens as it Happens to us all. Happens to us all. But really, right there, that... That, that you know, you're you're the guy that probably leaves the game early when your team's down five runs and they come back in the ninth inning. Well, I mean, I really should have my Laker fandom stripped, right? It no, really no, we haven't reached that me. level yet. We haven't okay. reached that level yet. But I would say that it is. Um, well, it certainly it brings you into the conversation of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so not quite. We'll go right up to that, but not we're not quite. Take but it away from uh, one or two more transgressions, and we're not too far away. It's Kenzie and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and it was a special, special moment last night in Los Angeles. James for free throw line. James Fade jumper. Good. LeBron James, a record that had stood for almost four decades, now belongs to the King. Oh, what a call from Mark Kestisher on ESPN Radio last night. Uh, absolutely outstanding. A great moment for basketball, a great moment for the career of one of the top two players of all time. Listen, we can go back and forth on all that. What we know is he is the all time leading scorer in NBA history. And, and Canty, I just, I think about everything surrounding this player for the last 20 years, and he has just delivered time and again on so many levels. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about arguably the most hyped athlete ever, Carlin, and he lived up to every bit of that hype and, dare I say, exceeded it. Now, he's not the greatest player of all time. We've, we've gone over that chapter and verse. He said it yesterday on Greeny. I think that belongs to Michael Jordan, but Carlin, It's LeBron and Michael Jordan in the room and nobody else. And quite frankly, you knew what time it was last night when LeBron walked into what I will call a Staples Center. It's now Crypto Arena. But he walked into Staples with the all-black on, with the Stay Present Kid pin on his head, and then he came out on the court with the headband on. Headband Braun is a little bit different, and you knew that he was out to get that record last night. You just knew it, Carlin. The way that he was aggressive in scoring the basketball, you typically don't see LeBron James start out games that way. He usually feels it out, tries to get his teammates involved, and then you see him take more of the mantle with scoring in the second half of games. Last night, LeBron was on a mission, and that mission was to become the all-time leader in points scored in the NBA and it was mission accomplished. And I got to say, in terms of what the scene was, Carlin, it was absolutely amazing. And I get it. There there was a lot of individual recognition. And I know some people say, well, he should have been celebrating with his teammates. Listen, man, LeBron James became the all-time leader in points scored. Allow him to share that moment with his family, his loved ones, the people that are in his inner circle that have been with him 
ever since he was at St. Vincent St. Mary back in Akron. Like, like, allow him to have that moment with those folks because it's about honoring them as much as it is about honoring him. But it was an awesome scene last night. I'm glad I had a chance to watch it and just see it take place. And I'm glad it happened on the Lakers' home court because that was pretty cool. What's amazing to me is that when it all started, this is a guy that wasn't much older than his son. (laughs) Think about that. Think about how remarkable of a run that is and and everything that is involved with the microscope that he has lived under really since he was, what, 12 years old, 13 years old? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, he was all along anointed as the player who was next going to be the dominant player in the league. There are things that come Carlin, to mind. Carlin, Carlin, here's the things, a couple of nicknames that they had. I remember the Sports Illustrated cover that had the chosen one on it. And it was LeBron James throwing a pass like it was the chosen one. And he was in his high school uniform. And then it, they, they started calling him King James in his senior year at St. Vincent St. Mary. Think about those types of monikers going into the NBA, and you're the number one overall pick and you're drafted to your hometown team. The amount of pressure that LeBron James has had to deal with, process, and move past in order to become actualized as a player and be this damn good, I don't think folks can fully appreciate. But again, that speaks to the sports character of LeBron James. To do it from 18 years old to 38 years old and to still be playing at this high level – Man, that is saying something, Carlin. I mean, no breaks, no time off, no major injuries that kept him out for the majority of of seasons. Like, like that to me is just attributed to this guy's work ethic, how much it means to him, and again, the sports character, the stuff behind the scenes that he has to do, the discipline that it takes, taking care of his body, eating right, all of the things in order to be able to put on a show night in and night out. It's it's one of those special nights that we don't get all that often, right? The Kobe night you're talking about earlier. Yeah. One of those nights. Um, What was so uh, amazing about it is in the context of himself, it, it really was kind of a microcosm, not of his career, but of the expectation of what was going to happen going into the game and the living up to that expectation. And yeah. that, that to me, is, is something that LeBron and only maybe two or three other professional athletes ever has had to deal with in their career, where you are anointed, as you said, the chosen one at the beginning, and before you even step foot on the court, the expectations are off the charts, and everyone is paying attention to you, but then you turn around and you go and exceed it. Like, that doesn't happen. Let, let's talk about the people that that has happened with. Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem, mm-hmm. because of all the hype that was around him at Power Memorial. I mean, Tiger Woods. I don't know if I would argue that he exceeded what it was. I mean, just because he doesn't have the all-time majors record. Uh, and it was through his own undoing that that happened, but he certainly more than lived up to what the expectations were. Okay. And then, you know, who else are we talking about? Gretzky? We're, talk- uh, we're talking about Gretzky. That's probably yeah. about it. Yeah. Because Gretzky was hailed as that guy, and he went out there and sh- not not broke, 
shattered. I mean, yes. did everything in breaking every single record and was a great winner along the way and handled himself in a way that I think also we need to talk about with LeBron, with uh, Kareem, that under the, under the specter of all of that, handled yourself in an incredibly responsible way for the majority of your career. Uh, to me, it, like when you add that pressure, Chris, outside of just what the normal pressure of being a great athlete is, that that adds more to it. Jordan, even Jordan, didn't have that. I mean, he was a great player at Carolina, but nobody expected him to turn into Michael Jordan. No, the anticipation for Michael Jordan coming into the NBA was not the same as LeBron James coming into the NBA, right? Michael Jordan was the third overall pick. There were two players that were taken in front of him. So, I mean, with LeBron James, everybody said, okay, this is the guy that can come close to the greatness of Michael Jordan. And he actually did it, Carlin. That's the thing. (laughs) This is what he was hearing since he was 17, 18 years old, and he actually did it. So that's why we have to have the utmost respect for LeBron James. And I get it. It's a LeBron James love fest. Whether you think he's number one, number two, you have to respect what the man has done throughout the course of his career, Carlin. I mean, absolutely incredible. 18 All-NBAs, 10 NBA Finals, four championships, four Finals MVPs. Think about that. No one ever scored more points than LeBron James in NBA history. He's top five all-time in assists. Like just, I just, Carlin, he's in that goat conversation. He's like going to end up with thirty thousand points, ten thousand assists, ten thousand rebounds. He's, he's, Think about he's, that. He's in, he's in the goat <laughs> conversation. Whether you want him there or not, he's in the conversation. You can't easily dismiss, you know, the conversation of, you know, is he better than Michael Jordan? You just can't. And his impact on the game is significant in terms of player empowerment, in terms of how, you know, he he lobbied for players to be able to share more of the revenue that's generated by the league through the media contracts. I mean, think about it. Those are long-lasting impressions that will be with NBA players and benefit NBA players in the future. And so, I mean, in terms of his impact in comparison to what Michael Jordan did for the game, in terms of revolutionizing player branding and then globalizing basketball, I mean, LeBron James is right there. Like, like those things, the, the NBA is better off because those two guys came through it. And LeBron James being able to ascend to this height and have this accomplishment, taking the torch from Kareem to have be the player that scored the most points of all time. I mean, it's just, it's a testament to his commitment to greatness. And I don't think that that can be understated in this accomplishment. Canty and Carlin in, uh, on ESPN radio, almost just almost said in for Greeny. Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio Stop yourself. and on the ESPN app were presented by progressive insurance. Then there's the Los Angeles part of this. Here's Brian Windhorst. Uh, of course, ESPN NBA insider on LeBron finally being, I guess, embraced 
by Los Angeles. The city of Los Angeles reached out and hugged LeBron really for the first time. He didn't get to celebrate a championship here. This was his moment. The crowd was absolutely into it from start to finish. When you looked around the entire front row, I've been to multiple All-Star games in this arena. This doesn't even compare. The entire front row was people with Grammys, people with Oscars, people with billions, people with NBA titles, and LeBron's friends and family. It was the entire ring of the court, and everybody was into it. And from the first basket, and every time he touched the ball, the buzz in the building was palpable. And this is not a type of love that the L.A. crowd has shown LeBron before. It's a, it's a bit of an awkward relationship that they have because of so many factors. That wasn't the case. That all melted away. And when you think about it, there are a few things that are imperative there. Number one, that he was part of it in a Lakers uniform, I absolutely believe is is very important. Because i got to oh, tell yeah. you, I'm not going to say that it would have taken anything away, but to have that happen in a Lakers uniform versus a Cavalier uniform. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. I mean, it, it means it, just it, a it, whole it, lot more yeah, when you have that across your chest. It, it adds a little bit of juice to it. But, Carlin, I'm just saying, think about this. LeBron James took it from Kareem, who took it from Will Chamberlain. Like, that That to me is pretty, it's pretty special, right, to have all of those guys wearing Laker uniforms and passing that torch down. So that was cool. The thing that surprised me a little bit, Carlin, was – just the production of it all, because I knew that it was a significant moment and that media and fans were going to play it up, but I didn't anticipate that the NBA was going to stop the game and allow LeBron James to celebrate that moment with his friends, his family, and the spectators in the crowd. I just didn't think it was going to go down like that. But think about it. Like, LeBron having his family come on the court, his mom come on the court, and you know, being able to have Adam Silver on hand with Kareem, who passes the basketball to LeBron, allow him to address the crowd. Um, you know, you had the, the 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 video tributes by Magic Johnson, by Drake, um, you know, and, and and other entertainers like that. Like to me, I, I just I didn't anticipate that it would look like that. I mean, but it did, and that 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 speaks to the gravity of the moment and the respect that people in the NBA and and people that are just fans of the sport have for what LeBron James accomplished last night. And then there's the aspect that, you know, they lost. And I don't mean to bring up a sore topic, but in a lot of ways, this is kind of a microcosm of the season for the Lakers. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you've got LeBron playing at an incredibly high level doing all the things that they need to do, but yet this team cannot get out of their own way. Yeah. And they got let down the other day when they didn't get Kyrie Irving, and now they've got, what, 24 hours until the trade deadline at this point. Well, I mean, this season is all about the greatness of LeBron James, right? There really isn't anything that the Lakers have done or will do before the deadline that's going to significantly impact their championship aspirations, if you even want to call them that. Carlin, I I mean, as a fan of the team – I just hope that they can get into a real playoff series. You know, right now, I think they're a play-in team. And even if they do get in, it's going to be an early exit. So I just hope that they can get into the playoffs because, to me, that would be a respectable season, especially when you're coming into a year with LeBron and AD as your 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 your, your top duo. But, man, I, I just I think this is a team that has been marred in underachievement, and a lot of it has to do with the injuries to Anthony Davis and poor roster construction, but in the middle of it, 
you have LeBron James achieving this level of greatness, something that we might not ever see again in the NBA in terms of a player having this type of pressure due to the expectations placed on him at an early age and to actually live up to and exceed those expectations. You know, uh, there were two other small things that I didn't get. And and we'll get into them more in depth uh, just around last night later. Number one, I don't know what AD's doing. Get up. You know, get up and honor your teammate. And then number two, I mean, Canty, the second that Kareem handed the ball over, yeah. he was looking for his Uber. <laughs> Where's my ride? Can I get out of here now? I don't know what was going on with the Laker big men last night, but they didn't seem too thrilled about LeBron. Kareem, but I mean, I did get... you see Kareem? He's got the Listen, hand, holds the ball Colin, Colin, he's held the record for four decades. <laughs> He's held the record for 38 years. By the way, this is kind of kind of strange sports coincidence, Carlin. Kareem held the record for 38 years, all right? LeBron James, 38 years old, on the 38th day of the year, broke the record with a 38-point performance and now has 38,388 points. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I just, I'm not just, a numerologist. I'm not a numerologist <laughs> either. I just think it's a strange sports coincidence. It is. I just a, think it's a very strange sports coincidence. I mean, even Kareem would call that garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. All right, whatever, whatever. Well, you know LeBron and Kareem do have a little beef. Yes, they do, they, but they, I, they do I don't even think. But it, was, but it was good to see them sit that aside to have yeah. that moment because all of the fans wanted – Two Laker greats to have that moment. Now, whatever you think about LeBron and where he is in the pecking order, a Laker, the, the pantheon of great Lakers, whatever. But he's a Laker great. He delivered a championship, and he's one of the all-time best players. So See, it, the te- for them to have that moment yeah. was pretty cool. To set all of what happened before aside, to be able to celebrate that moment in the passing of the torch, torch pretty cool. See, this is, this is what this is will tell you even a little bit more about me, which will you know, annoy you, I'm sure. But it's just kind of what I root for sometimes. Like, I, I want when, when Adam Silver hands the ball to Kareem, I want to see Kareem just turn around, flip it to LeBron, and walk off. <laughs> Why? <laughs> now, see, you would do something. Chaos you would do something classless. You would do something classless I, like I that. I didn't say I would do that. I said I want to see somebody else do that. And I no, want to enjoy that. no, we don't. We don't want Kareem to do that. The captain <laughs> wouldn't conduct himself in that way. No, he wouldn't. But I tell you, listen. He, he he certainly has been known to be a little bit bitter before. Well, he's prickly, but here's the thing. He's handled it about as well as he could last night. I mean, think about it. You hold the record like that, you want to hang on to it and for LeBron to pass it. And, and, and I guess looking at it as LeBron having advantages that you didn't necessarily have in your era of sport, I, I just mm-hmm. I can understand why he might be a little bit salty about it. But still... You have to be classy, and that's what Kareem was. And it was a great moment for all of basketball. It was a great moment for LeBron James. I thought the NBA and their broadcast partners did a great job in managing that. It was awesome to watch. Uh, uh, you know, or maybe just have Kareem say, listen, I'd love to make it, but, you Get know. off it already, Carlin. Stop Tuesday's with the Kareem of it all already. Stop. <laughs> they got enough Kareem memes out there already. Stop it already. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are just getting rolling. We've got so much to get to today. Uh the Darkness Retreat. We will get into that a little bit later on with Aaron Rodgers. That is on the way. 
And our friend Roger Goodell just got done with his State of the League, and you're not going to believe what he had to say about the officiating. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I think the officiating overall was disappointing in both games, quite honestly. If I'm Zach Taylor and I'm on the sideline, is there a bias against me, against my football team? These games were definitely not rigged. But I will say, the fact that that is how people are reacting is a problem. Just the mere fact that we have to start the sentence with, well, they're definitely not rigged. <laughs> Isn't that problematic enough? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to hear from Roger Goodell on the officiating in a second, but you had um, what I would call strong opinions this morning regarding my appearance. Because, yeah. well, I had to. So here's the deal um, I had to get some glasses for distance, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need the reading glasses, but I got glasses for distance. I had had that laser eye surgery about 13, 14 years ago. Okay. And they tell you at the time, like, this is going to last 10, 12 years. And then you'll probably either need to get it done again or get glasses. And I decided, you know what? I don't want to end up on 60 Minutes as a case study <laughs> with an eye patch. So let me just go ahead and I'll get the glasses this time. And... uh So I got two pairs, and let's just lay this out. There's no other way to say that I've got a massive head. Just a huge head. Size 8 plus head. Mm -hmm. And it's all head. There's no hair. It's all head. Yeah, like the big big hat phenomenon is actually a necessity for you. Yes. Like that thing might fit. <laughs> That's how, how big my head is. And uh, you, I, I had the two pairs, and we're looking at each other on Zoom right now. 
And I'm going to tweet this out because I want to put this to a vote. Because as you know, if I I am nothing if not vain. Yes, of course. With the way I look. You are. So as you look at me right now on the Zoom, I've got option A, which I would say this is a bolder choice. It's a little bit of a bolder choice. Yeah, option A is interesting. It gives you a little bit more of an outline. I actually lean toward the other option. Option B is more of the Michael Douglas falling down, you better have my breakfast sandwich situation. Yeah, I mean, option B looks like you could read a novel or you could go to the gun range. And you're equally prepared. <laughs> and that that's, to me, <laughs> the direction that you want to go with this thing. Like, I, 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 I'm a nice guy, but don't push me because I'm really a bad badass underneath this exterior. Yeah, yeah. He may be quiet, but you know yeah, something is exactly. absolutely I can open underneath. up a can on you on any given time. <laughs> now, I had this strong reaction early because this is something that you just sprung on me. I didn't know that we were going down this direction. I thought you were fired. I mean, we did a game early on in the football season and you didn't have any glasses on and you did fine calling out all of the players and, and doing the play-by-play for Patriots Ravens. So I thought we were in good shape. I well, didn't I just- know that the vision... We're starting to get a little fuzzy on you, big fella. Well, it's not that it's getting fuzzy. I just made it up in that game. Well, it's getting That's fuzzy if you feel like you need to get glasses, and you're asking me which glasses you want to go with. It's so getting fuzzy. Here, here's what happened. Two weeks ago, you know I did that Alabama-Oklahoma game yes. down in Norman where yeah. uh, Alabama got their doors blown off. Second-ranked team in the country, Mike Keister. Anyway, uh, yeah. I shouldn't say that. I've got him again later in the year. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're apologies not, you're to not, NATO, to my friends in Alabama. Your, un, your unbiased calls of <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide basketball. <laughs> no, I was just surprised at how poorly they played that day. Anyway, uh, myself and Bob Valvano, and we were elevated. We were probably, I don't know, 100 feet up off the floor, 75 feet up off the floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking down, and then I'm squinting, and then... I actually turned to the producer guy, uh, Rob Kelly, who does an amazing job. I said, Rob, need those binoculars, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so can, that's I borrow, when, can I borrow those things? <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh when we made the God. choice to move over. So, I'm so, so you know they say the first thing to go is the vision. The next is the hearing, which, which could be disastrous for you. My, I mean, my you vision could, is not going. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's going. I mean, you you gotta wear glasses. glasses. You've you worn glasses, glasses a hell of a lot longer than I have. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. That, that's Carlin, a fair point. ESPN Radio. I'm going to tweet out side by side, and we would like people to vote. Is that fair? That's fair. Option option two or option B, however you want to frame it, is the way that you should go in terms of your frames. Yes, I put left or right. That's what the picture No, you should like. say Canty's choice and then the other ones and just That's, see how many people agree with me. Why don't you just so I'm finding a way to make your glasses about me. <laughs> I like well, how you said frame it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, am, I am going to be the Aaron Rodgers on our team. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. I wish you would go on a darkness retreat right now. Really? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're about to go on a darkness retreat without those glasses. <laughs> Listen, all, all I can tell you is... Yeah, you're like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> uh, look, my call of the games might be better. <laughs> Did you see that play, Carlin? No. <laughs> exactly. 
Katie Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, what Roger Goodell had to say about the officiating. That is on the way, and you're going to want to hear it. That is next on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. You can go vote now. It's up there on uh, at Chris Carlin on Twitter, at Chris Canty 99. Which pair works? Ladies, wouldn't mind hearing from you. The, the opinion, you know, because as I said, I am nothing if not stylish and vain. The Cheryl know you're asking the ladies for their opinion. Well, she's already given her opinion, okay. and she tends to agree with you. Is, isn't her opinion the only? Ultimately, that's all that matters. That matters. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, okay. Yeah, like I'm going. To, it's it's. I she's got full veto power. Like the of house, course. meaning you guys might pass the bill. Pass the bill. Yeah, she could shut that right down. Because <laughs> she is the first lady, period. Yeah. And, there, and there's no overriding it. Exactly. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, Roger Goodell had his State of the League address uh, just a little while ago. And Canty, he was asked, as you would expect, about the officiating. Uh, I think for us, when you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out and extrapolate that. That's hundreds, if not millions, of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. Are there mistakes in the context of that? Yes. They are not perfect, and officiating never will. Of course it'll never be perfect, but you can't say it's as good as it's ever been. Yeah, I was about to say, Carlin, I mean, I know you're trying to decide between two pairs of glasses to help you see better. The pair that you don't use, you need to go ahead and send them to Goodell because I don't know what the hell he's looking at. I I, I have no idea. And here's the thing. I I get that it's a lot going on, and these refs have a really tough job. But, Carlin, this is what comes along with the territory. You have to get these calls right because they're so consequential in terms of a team's prospects that year and also in terms of determining player and coach job security. Think about how much these games mean. And to have these games come down to a call that that could or could not be blown and for Goodell to be as, I don't know, blasé about the whole situation is really, really disappointing, Carlin. It really is. It's... I know that he wants to back up his guys. I get that. 
But why can't you just give a, listen, we have to look at everything. We have to get better in everything that we do each and every year. Why not just give me that? Because we understand what's happened here the last few weeks. And what's happened here the last few weeks, the, the job of the official, Chris, unfortunately, we are not going to spend a lot of time applauding them when things go right, as no. he put the 42,000 other times. We don't really care about that. Yeah. Why is it that when the mistakes are made, they seem to be in consequential times? Officials know what they are signing up for. They get criticized when they screw up, and they don't get praise when they do things right. They're like offensive linemen, basically. And so there's no mistaking what the job is, and they fully expect that. And frankly, I mean, if we're going to be truthful about it, nobody outside of a Sunday afternoon would walk around and recognize an official and start yelling at him. Like in the airport. You're not doing that. No. So there really isn't a whole lot of consequence publicly And yet, privately, there are times where it's just, I I can't imagine, when I say privately, like, I I have to wonder what the consequences are sometimes when I see uh, some of these groups working together in the postseason. No, the the consequences are you don't get opportunities to work as many postseason games as the more highly graded crews or the crews that don't make those big mistakes. But, Carlin, I mean... But the guys who are working, like, if that's the problem... I want to see the guys who really didn't do well. Well, here's the thing, Carl. There's too much technology out here now, and and, and there are too many resources available to the National Football League not to do everything that they can to make sure that they get these calls right in real time. Now, I was a fan of the instant replay that they were doing, the the instant replay review system that they were trying to employ in the postseason. I I actually like that, but to to not get the calls right and then to have the officials make – gaffes like they did in the AFC Conference Championship game, like gifting the Kansas City Chiefs a a, a do-over, an extra third down, which ultimately ends up leading to a first down. Those types of things can't happen, and we certainly can't have what happened in the NFC Conference Championship game back in 2018 between the Rams and the Saints with the no-pass interference call on Nikhil Roby-Coleman. Those types of things cannot happen, Carlin, and we have too much technology not to try to try to get these calls right. Again, the NFC Championship game, Devontae Smith, big play early in the game, Carlin, turns out not to be a catch. Why can't we get that call right in real time? It's clear that you have available to you all of the television angles. Everything that the TV the TV broadcast partners have, the league office has. All right, well, you got to find a way. You got to find a way to be able to fix that and make that right, Carlin. It's unacceptable that they're not doing this. And here's the other part to this. Roger Goodell, you knew that there was going to be a heightened degree of scrutiny when gambling became a part of your game and the NFL embraced it, and you knew there would be a heightened degree of difficulty when you start seeing some of your more senior officials defect for greener pastures working for television companies. Gene Steratore, Dean Blandino, who used to be the head of the officials, Tara McCauley, all of these guys had a lot of games under their belt. Dare I say Super Bowls under their belt. You let them go to broadcast partners because of you know those companies' ability to compensate them at a different level. That's something that's going to affect the officials that are doing the job. So, uh, again, all of this is on Roger Goodell's desk, and he has to be responsible. He has to be accountable for it. 
there's no way that he can make the claim that the officiating is better now than it's ever been when we all know it's not. There are times where I can even live with it. And I have to tell you, like in the moment, at that moment, the Eagles did all the right things that they're supposed to do. And you're saying, why can't they get it right? If you remember, there were probably three or four different angles before they could actually get to an angle of seeing that it wasn't a catch. They went all the way through the rest of that drive. TV did before coming back and saying, hey, by the way, this might not be a catch. Uh, And they caught a huge break there. So I don't even blame them on that one. Yeah, I'm going to blame them on that one because I'm assuming that the league office has all of that in real time. I'm assuming that the league office has it. If the television company has it, the league office has it. But my point is the TV company didn't show it until they were back from break. But the TV company shot it, Carlin. Of course they had it. I I understand that. But (laughs) clearly the guys in the truck didn't see it to point it out. Yeah, sure. Immediately or sure. in real time. Well, that's just I'm just hiding. I'm just using it to show an example, yes. Carlin, uh, of things that we do have to get cleaned up. And the thing that happened with the Chiefs and the Bengals, that's inexcusable, right? Can we agree on that? Yes. That should never happen. What happened no. to the Saints in the conference championship never game in 2018? That should never happen, right? Okay, so you can't make the claim that officiating now is better than it ever has been. And here's the thing. For your viewing public, the people that consume your entertainment product, it means more now because they're actually putting some coin behind it. With all of these partnerships, DraftKings and FanDuel and William Hill, Caesar Sportsbook, all of these different things, Colin, fans are engaging in your product because this is available to them now in a way that they never have. That means that you're officiating has to be even more on point. I, I, I won't argue with that. And I, I just I'm blown away by the fact that as much as you have to try to defend your own guys, you don't have to go and insult our intelligence in the process. Because that that basically is what happened with that comment from Roger Goodell earlier today. I mean, you could have stopped it just simply right here. Uh, I think for us, when you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. You can't do that. No. Can't do it. Can't start a sentence that way. Not when we've had what has happened here the last few weeks. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, LeBron said something after the game last night that you need to hear. It caught my ear for sure. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.